Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Off The Beat and Track Podcast. I'm your host, Stu Within. It's another week, therefore it's another episode. And today's episode, it's another one of our little Zoom live hangouts. Um, I'm really looking forward to tonight's. Um, I always look forward to these anyway, as as I've told listeners of this before. Um, we, we we sort of put together a lovely little gang of people, and uh, and we've got this nice little monthly hangout, which is completely non-judgy, and uh, and we we just get to bang on about records that we love and uh and i imagine tonight would be no different um and so i'll say good evening uh one and all uh thanks for joining us i think we've got a few more joining us uh as the as, as this might unfold but i wanted to get things moving um tonight cover versions so we decided that i thought it might be a good uh conversation starter and uh and, and and hands up who wants to jump in on this first. What makes a good cover? Go on, Steve. For me, it's gotta be an exact replica of the original song, or it's gotta be done in a style completely at odds with the style that the original was done in. So I've got. So say you have like a ballad. It's got to be done by like a death metal band or something like that. Are all of yours ballads by a death metal band, Steve? Not quite. No, no. <laughs> there's, a, there's a few. There's a few scar covers thrown in. <laughs> I mean, let's let's talk about that because I don't know if anyone else has got any of those. But scar punk covers. Um, I mean, if you're a scar punk band, you no. have to throw covers in, right? It's there's thousands of them. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, my, my my nightclub dines out on a lot of them every Friday night, and has done for the last twenty years. Um, and, and they I'll, don't I'll probably dance to most of them. No. <laughs> um, I missed you. You, I mean, I, I say like it feels like we're having a catch up. But I, I was out with with, with Scroobius yesterday. We was having a little wander um, around London, and he said that uh, mm-hmm. um, uh, you 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 was at the brush and uh, with him. Yeah, and, for Stu uh, Turtle's birthday. That's right. Yeah, he said everyone was pissed up having a having a, a, a mad run on the dance floor, and the two non-drinkers were standing there scratching their beards on the side of the dance floor, <laughs> looking all judging, looking at everyone. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Um, anyone else's thoughts on covers? What makes a good one and what makes a bad one? Uh, 
I think a good cover, it makes you sort of see the song from a different perspective. Um, yeah, and it sometimes just makes the song better as well, I think. I mean, that's yeah. that's the interesting bit. Like, you yeah. know, and I'm sure we'll get on to this, covers that people think are better than the originals. Um, because I, I think there's, there's, there's plenty out there. And, uh, well, look, let's, let's get things uh, moving in regards to... Uh... I'll tell you what. Let, let's get a cover from someone, and then then I've got a few more things that I want to talk about in and around uh, the the cover version. So um, I'll start with you uh, this evening, uh, Brett. Throw me a, throw me a cover that you love, and tell me why. I've got a bit of a backstory about this one as well. Um, Fifteen years ago or so, drinking in a pub in Brighton, and there's what we local locals call a DFL down from London. They're pissed up. They're on there. I'm in Brighton. Yeah. All this fucking absolute noises. And um, Rudy, a message to you came on the original by Dandy Livingston. And this bird was in the pub mouthing off. This is a shit cover. This is terrible. I can't help myself. I just went, love, this is the original. She went off. Absolute kicking off. No, it's not. I know these things. I've got, a, this is the one, I've got a degree in African studies. I'm like, yeah. Um, she was getting aggro. Her boyfriend was getting aggro. It was a quick, yeah, drink up and fuck off. Anyway, um, yeah, the specials version of Rudy, a message to you. I think it's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And I would say, I prefer that to the original. Yep. It's because it's, the one that I was used to, I didn't really know about the Dandy Livingstone version until 15 years ago. Yeah. So I was like, mm, what's this? Yeah. And I mean, we've, we've touched on Scar Punk covers already, and, and obviously that's a Scar cover, and, and I don't want to chime in with another super legendary uh, cover of an amazing song by a Scar Bank. So I wonder if Stephen uh, may be throwing that in the mix this evening. So I might I'm have gonna, it later as well. I'm gonna, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna hold off. I'm gonna hold off for the moment. Um, yeah, and I mean, okay. Well, has there ever been? I mean, it's fitting that we, we ask this now off the back of um, the, the, the the woman that you were talking about in the pub. Has there been songs that you haven't realised? have been covers until much further down the line because yes. certainly for me, and I'll kick off um, with, with one. Um, I think it wasn't until about maybe four or five years ago, I never realized hanging on the telephone by Blondie was a cover. Um, I thought that was a Blondie song and uh, yeah. And I was quite surprised to, 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 to find that one out. Um, and, one other one I'll throw in there is the Annie Lennox song, No More I Love Yous. Um, I didn't know that that was a cover. Um, and the original's great. I'm not a fan of Annie Lennox uh, or the Eurythmics. Um, like, nothing, I don't dislike them hugely, but I just, I'm just not into it. Um, and the original, it's, um, it's a, what are they called? Lovers, it's it's like a kind of when you got them kind of bands that like the adventures was it the adventures at Unbroken Land around kind of eighty seven you had that sort of big sort of production that was 
kind of in, lost in between sort of like dad rock and indie guitar. It kind of sort of skated in between. And and this band that, that done that, it's a fantastic cover. Sorry, it's a fantastic original uh, uh, that No More I Love Use. It's way more kind of dreamy and guitar-y uh, and a bit synth-poppy. And from what I gather, they supported the Eurythmics around that time. And so I'm presuming the familiarity with that song become apparent. It wasn't a hit. And then fast forward, whenever it was to the early 90s, Annie Lennox is looking for a, a hit and, uh, and, and yeah, picks that up. And, and obviously has probably lined the pockets of them two gents that probably thought their, their time in music was done. And they've probably now got a very nice mortgage-free gaff on the, on the, on the back of that. But uh, yeah, they were the two that, and, and that no more I love you maybe two years ago, I found out about that one. Um, so uh, anybody got a cover? I didn't know. Brett, what you yeah. got? Tainted Love by Soft Cell. I didn't realise that was a cover till five, ten years ago. You suddenly go, I I'd kind of assumed it was them. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, Gl- Gloria Jones, right? Yes. Yeah. I believe so. I've just I'll, literally checked right, it out. Am I right in saying partner of Mark Bolan, I believe? I think so, yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. she was in the car when he died. Yeah. 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 Um, Speaking of cracking Northern Soul um, records, did anybody watch uh, Northern Soul at the Proms? No. So again, I'm not. The, the Proms is not something that I I, I rush to watch. Um, but I see that Stuart McConey had um, curated this this kind of lineup of, of vocalists with, uh, I presume, the London Philharmonic or something uh, to. To, to play a load of Northern Soul classics, and uh, it was fantastic. Uh, uh, I didn't really recognise the vocalists. Um, some were better than others, but uh, hearing a full orchestra, a full band with a full orchestra busting out, you know, "Do I Love You" and "Ghost in My Ass," it was like it was fantastic. Yeah, I, 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 it's on the iPlayer. I would, uh, I'd urge you to go and give that a a little listen. Okay, Tainted Love. Um, Stephen, you had your hand up as well for uh, a song you didn't uh, realise was a cover. What you got, mate? Yeah, and uh, um, Chulas is right. Eloise by the Damned. Yes, it's an old 60s record. It yeah. was a cover. It was, I think it was in the Chat Music podcast. That's that sort of came up and we were talking about that. And I was like, I just thought that was there. I thought it was a great song. Yeah. yeah that's the- a cover. But, I mean, that's the whole thing about this cover versions. It's such a big topic. And there's so many songs. And I think you're talking about it must be loved by madness. <laughs> I thought I'd leave that one. To when you, you mention the song, people people will initially think of the cover version, like the message to you, Rudy. But when somebody says to you, "Oh, no, that's a cover. That's original." You're not meant to go, "No, you're fucking wrong. I'm going to fucking have you." You're meant to go, oh, "I never knew that. That's interesting." I, no, I prefer the cover or I prefer the original. Well, it must be you're not meant to have a go at them for giving you. That, it must be loved by madness. Oh, it's cover? happening now. It's happening live. Yeah. What? Get away. <laughs> Get away. I, I, what? Wow. That's, you learn something new every day. I had... Um, exactly. Several, several things. Well, I and had, I, didn't, I didn't know about the specials one either, going back. 
yeah, yeah. I didn't know that was um, a cover of whoever you said it was. I had. Um... I'll have to re-listen to this one because I um who who was the cover uh, original by? Um, Daddy Livingston. Andy Livingston, who did um, oh no, no sorry, a message Brody, to you. Brody, a message to you was Dandy Livingston. Must be love oh. with Labby Sifre. Right. I had um cool. Uh, spoiler alert. I, I I had um Sarah Jane Morris from the Communards on, which is is coming very soon. And uh, and um, yeah, spoiler alert. She she did choose um uh Labby Sifre's version of uh, of it must be love, and uh, and um and it kind of in preparation for that I was when I listened to a lot more because I was only familiar with that and something inside so strong and uh he's got some fantastic records that, that I had no idea existed and and it is weird because it is a lovely version of it must be love but I think certainly if of the sort of generation that that most of us sort of grew up in it's impossible to not not just yearn for the madness version because it's so much it's just ingrained, isn't it? It's just part of the fabric of of our our upbringing and <clears throat> and the music that we we. we there's a number of songs like that, and I think it'll be I think it'll get more common now the way people are listening to music and getting it through Spotify and through playlists as opposed to people introducing it and talking about that. They'll just be hearing the songs. That's a great shout. That's a great shout. Um, anybody else got a cover they didn't realise was a cover until recently? Yeah. Torn by um, Natalie Imbroglia, or however you pronounce her name. I didn't realise that was a cover. Yeah. yeah really? Yeah. No. Yeah. This is, this is yeah. an awakening for you, Danny, isn't it? This no. Is... <laughs> I, I, I had drum lessons with her, her drummer called Chuck Sabo, who's a, a brilliant session drummer and one of my favourite drummers, and I got loads of drum lessons with him, and he played on that record and, and toured with her and played on the first three of her albums. Oh, um, but yeah, I didn't know Torn was a a, um, uh, a cover, and you interviewed um, Phil Thornalley, didn't you? I did. Uh, who, yeah. who produced that record and produced wrote that record? Album. Yeah, he wrote the whole, wrote and produced yeah. it. Yeah, yeah I'll bet he's album, more, left he's, of the middle. He must be mortgage free. Right. <laughs> um, well, which else? That was the one I think I might have mentioned to use. Like, um, on a I like that episode, yeah. that I should have hundred percent of. So um, who's the original by? Uh, it was written for like a, a they like, oh, I really don't want to get yeah. it wrong, but it was like a Norwegian band or an Austrian oh, right. band, I believe. Oh, okay. And uh, and it it wasn't a, a global hit, obviously. And I don't even know if it's a global hit with with, with Imbruglia, but it certainly blew right. up. And that record yeah. you still gets heavy rotation now. Yeah, it's a fantastic pop record. Oh yeah. And, uh, and yeah, if you if you didn't ever listen to that episode, um, yeah, it's a great episode. I, I so did not prep as much as I should have on that episode because the stuff that that man had done. Yeah, yeah, I played bass on uh, Love Cats by The Cure. And it was like, oh, Christ. <laughs> He'd done everything. He'd been in so many bands. He was, uh, yeah, one interesting guy. To go from The Cure to Johnny Eight's Jazz to them writing, yeah, he wrote Torn. He wrote Boys and Girls and the other number one for Pixie Lot. And then, oh, and did he produce the jam? He, he was like a co-producer from the jam early on. Because mm. he uh, was a tape, tape operator, wasn't yeah. he? He moved to London from like Suffolk Nor- or North, yeah, yeah, yeah. North or somewhere. Right. And then he was a tape operator in the studio um, working overnights and stuff. And then he w- worked his way up to like record producer. Yeah, he was he was he was a fascinating fellow, Danny. I'm going to get you to transcribe all of my podcasts. <laughs> I love the fact that you remember them better than me. This is fantastic. <laughs> um, 
Okay. Well, uh, yeah, quite often I'm really concentrating on it. You know, I, I get annoyed if I start drifting off. You know. I don't, oh, I don't fantastic! Know. It's good. I mean, I'm, I'm glad that someone yeah. does. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Right. Okay. Um, let's go for uh, Paul. Give me a cover. Um, a great one that's on my mind is um, there's a there's a sort of beardy Americana guy called Aaron and Wine. Yes. Um, and he's done a really good version of uh, a New Order song called Love Vigilantes. And it's just like a completely different version. Like I think Love Vigilantes is on Low Life. It's the first, first song on Low Life. It's, yeah. it's a really New order song. You know, it's just classic New Order. And he's just done a lovely acoustic version of it. And it just gives it a different feel altogether. It's fantastic. Have you yeah. heard Frente's Bizarre Love Triangle? Who is it, Sorry. Frente, F R E N T. No, I've not heard it. No, no, no. I think they're um, they're from New Zealand or Australia, and uh, and it used to get played quite a lot in uh, in like the uh, in Lassiter's in uh, in Neighbours. It was always on in the background, <laughs> and uh, and it's um, yeah, it's a fantastic cover. And Bizarre Love Trunk was one of my favourite, if not my favourite, New Order record. Uh, and to hear it with this, this this female really gentle vocal and just this little acoustic guitar picking away, it's beautiful. And it, it, like you say, with yours, Paul, it sort of spins it on its head because it's just oh, that's what I love about covers when that when that happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One, <clears throat> one. I, I saw um, there was a thing I went to once years ago. It was like uh, there's a guy called Rob Gretton who used to work for Factory. Yeah, and he, and he died like 1999 or something. And they had they had like a sort of uh, um. A tribute thing for him um in 2004 and when we arrived um it was bernard sumner and um jimmy from the from doves just on acoustic guitars playing bizarre love triangle and oh. it was absolutely amazing <laughs> yeah yeah and again just a completely different look to, to different feel altogether it was just yeah absolutely oh. Really, really memorable moment. Yeah, I want to shout out other music podcasts just because, uh, well, former guest of the show and lovely guy Sean Keaveney. Um, I presume if not, you don't already go and check out Sean's podcast where people curate a festival. It's, yeah, it's, it's great, a, it's, really good, it's a podcast. glorious podcast. Yeah, um, love it. And he Very had good. Paddy Constantine on, um, talking about playing Rob Gretton, and uh, and that was uh, it was Gretton he played, wasn't it? Yeah. In twenty four hour party, did, yeah. people. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, did. Yeah, we yeah. with the big glasses and everything. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and and he spoke at length about that. And uh, and you mentioned earlier, Stephen, the um the the chart. What's it called? The chart podcast. Chart music. The top of the top. Top of the pops podcast. With I, Simon Price and Taylor Parks and all that. I'd never listened to it, and it was um cunt that listens to it, and uh, and he was like, "You need to listen to this. It's." All of like our, our cynical indie schmindy mates that were just always really bitter and angry about records. He was like, "This is like four hours worth of um." Them it's just... about six hours each episode. It's <laughs> fucking brilliant. I've been listening to lots of them, and uh... I, did, I went back. I listened to it from the start. I listened to the most recent one when I, a couple of years ago when I got it. I listened to the most recent one to see what it was like. And I was like, "This is amazing," and went back to the start to get yeah. all the end jokes. Bummer oh. dog. Have you reached the Bummer Dog story yet? No, uh, I've, I've just finished them uh, spending 30 minutes absolutely destroying Candy Flip um, at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, um, Big Steve, what? You, give me a cover, mate, that you like. 
Oh, I was scanning through because I've got a covers playlist on my Spotify. I was scanning through that to see stuff that I had on a lot of weird ones, and a lot of them are, as you say, like ska punk covers. You know, you've got Take On Me by Real Big Fish, and there's a I can't remember what the band are called, but there's someone covers Little Lion Man by Mumford and Sons. There's a, there's a um, really good one of Torn, bizarrely enough. Oh, is there? Mm, yeah. Uh, but I'm probably going to go for a band I've mentioned many times before because I love them. They're called Thou. They've got two entire Nirvana covers albums. And as hauntingly beautiful as Something in the Ways by Nirvana, their version is not only haunting but it just makes you feel really uneasy. They've turned it into a real kind of, I don't know, you feel kind of unclean after you've listened to it. It's amazing. Nice, nice. And what's that? But you've mentioned that band before. They're called Thou. Thou, yeah, T H O U. Yeah. They're just like a, a, like a, on a sludgy metal band from like, the South in the States. And they, I've got a real affection for grunge. They've covered like Soundgarden, Alice in Chains, Pearl Jam. They do a wicked cover of Spin the Black Circle, actually. Oh, nice. It's amazing. I mean, if you like that style yeah. of music, it's not for everyone, but yeah, I love it. Wonderful. Wonderful. Um, was there anybody else that uh, had a cover? They didn't realize there was a, co- uh, was a cover. Have you got another one? Have you got one, Brett? Yeah, um, this is how it feels to be lonely. But I thought it was by Carter USM, but it wasn't. <laughs> it was in spirals, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Bizarrely, uh, the last episode where they went to that chart podcast, where they went in on a candy flip, they also went in on the in spiral carpets. And this is how it feels, essentially. Um, I mean, can we... Let, let, let's talk Carter and their covers because um, one of my favourite covers of all time is is Hit, um, their, their, their Sugar Cubes cover, um, which I believe really? was on the B-side of Lean On Me, I Won't Fall Over or Lenny and Terrence. It was one of them sort of latter singles. Well, you can add that to cover versions that I didn't know fucking existed. Oh, well. <laughs> Hello, Cy Lovell. How are you? Thanks for joining us. I had Carter, so I thought I'd better join in. Absolutely, I, mate. Absolutely. Many years ago, many, many years ago, I went to the launch party for an EMF EP, and the secret um, warm-up band were Carton. I did an hour, hour set of all covers. It was fucking brilliant. Oh, at, at Camden man. Underworld. It was amazing. Their covers yeah. are ridiculous. Like I think on the B-side of Rubbish, you get... Um, this is how it feels, and down in the tube station at midnight. Panic, I covered. Uh, hit rent, they covered. Oh, that at the end of rent, like because he says you took me to a restaurant on Fulham Broadway, which I thought was amazing. I, I like the yep. fact that he squeezed that in, and the bit at the end where normally you've just got Neil Tennant really quietly going, "It's easy, it's easy, it's so easy," and like and. Jim Bob screaming it. That cover of Rent is phenomenal. Um, 
yeah, you might have picked up I'm quite a Carter fan. Um, but <laughs> what's my that, name? And uh, <laughs> but uh, I'll tell you what, the the, the episode with, with with Jim Bob that that I filmed that I, I recorded that on face to face in uh, in the Oxton Square bar, uh, and he and he was he was so shy, like really really shy, and it was. It was just, yeah, it was, I was really surprised. I thought he'd be really sort of brash and like, I don't know, but he he was absolutely adorable. Like such, such a, 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 a lovely dude. Is that, um, that's rubbish, isn't it there? I know that man, isn't it? You've got, I can see that side lovers pulled some, some vinyl out. What's on the B side of Sheriff Fat Man? You got your mic off, you helmet. Fucking try, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, I forgot. You've got... On side two, you've got RSPCE. Yep. And twin, everybody's happy nowadays, isn't yep. it? Yep. Buscott's cover, lovely. And then Twin Tub was guitar. Superb. What a band. Um, well, uh, while you're here, you, you, you're late to the party side, but you're always welcome, my friend. Um, give me a cover that you love. Oh, as always, it's always hard, isn't it? Um, I think my favourite cover of all time is um, Southern Man, the... Neil Young song um, by Mary Clayton. I've never know? heard that. Uh, do you know, you know Southern Man? Do you know I'm, not, Southern? I'm, I'm not up to speed on Neil Young, I've got to be honest. Ah, uh, right. Yeah, it's a cracking song. Uh, the old um, Leonard Skinner did like a song back against him. It was like this to do about being... And there's Mary Clayton, who's this black singer from the 70s, probably. And she does one of the most funkiest... Real, real sort of really good 70s funky sort of version of solely funk version of Southern Man. And it has got, it's got more heart than Neil Young's by a long shot. It's an absolutely cracking song. Um, but none of you have heard of that. Do any of you know Southern Man by Neil Young? Oh, I know it, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Christ. Well, that's not, not much I can say about that. Never really. Sold it well, though. I was well, well, well interested. I'll give it a listen. Yeah, we, we'll, <laughs> it, it'll make the playlist, and uh, and people can go and uh, it, it investigate that. So we've we've already sort of spoke about the, the sort of credentials that we that what we wonder, you know, that makes a good cover, and uh, and we've discussed a few songs that we didn't realise were covers until uh, much later on. Um, has anybody ever been to a gig or bought a record or? Or just been trawling through Spotify and found a cover that really surprised them. Yeah. Go on. Never let me down again. It's probably it was pushed between this and what I just said. Never let me down again by a woman. Oh, I can't remember her name now. I've started it. Oh yeah, I was going to say this. Jessica Mason. Yeah, Jessica I missed. I, I think I mentioned it last time. We were sort of Did mentioned. You? Yeah. It's an incredible cover version. Yeah, it was on the Last of Us, um, that Now TV um, drama series. It was on the um, closing uh, credits. Closing credits, yeah. And I just, I, know, yeah. yeah. I haven't. I, I thought you were oh, going to say. I thought you going to say the Smashing Pumpkins cover of it. No, this is better than that one. Jessica Mason. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's. Beautiful. I know the. I know the one you mean. Yeah, it's great. And the best bit where we all know where the crowd are going like that. She it's a beautiful acoustic song, and when it gets to that bit, her her vocals just lovely. It's haunting, and it really I I'm like you, huge mode fan. Don't 
don't cover them anyone but that that's a winner for me it's probably one of my favorite Pesh mode songs as well yeah oh yeah and that's, she that's kills it yeah she does that's a I great think... great song and it's sung with from her point of view as well you know like a young person's point of view singing it you know so it gives the song completely different meaning so yeah it's very powerful and it's quite stripped down as well but yeah that's a, it's a really good song I, I, i've listened to that a lot of times well why while, while you're chatting danny yeah. uh for our covering um well the one that sprang to mind uh was um nirvana man who sold the world oh great shout what a great <laughs> shout didn't even think of that drop yeah. the mic <laughs> <laughs> there you go um yeah, no, I just think it's um because I think it was um a live recording of a um MTV unplugged. Mm. Um and it's just like they've got a few imperfections in the recording, um, which I really like, you know, um the way he um the guitar sounds. Um and, and then um Dave Grohl is playing hot rods, which is a bit like brushes, mm. so it's kind of almost acoustic, but it's just a an amazing song. And again, sung from Kurt Cobain's kind of point of view. So it gives the song completely different meaning. Um, and I, said, I just think it's very powerful, but with all the imperfections of a, um, of a, of a, um, a live version when he's trying to reach certain notes on the guitar and things like that. Um, yeah, it's, it's just a cracking cover, Man Who Sold the World. Yeah. You've got the, you've got the three Meat Puppets covers on um, the album as well. There are loads of other covers on there, is there? Yeah, there's three songs they do by the Meat Puppets. Oh, right. So Lake of Fire, Oh Me, and... Where Did You Sleep Last oh, Night? That's it. Uh, was that a Meat Puppets song? I know there's three on there. Lead Belly. Yeah, that was Lead Belly, yeah. Yeah. Like, but that that unplugged, Yeah, I, I, I think that was the... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you watch that, and, you know, obviously it's so tragic what happened to Kurt Cobain, but obviously hearing the, 
fucking raucous noise they made perfectly. And then to hear them sit there like that and just absolutely just deliver it in a completely different way, equally as incredible. And it was around that time that apparently he's, it, 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 there's that recording that, that he's made with, with Michael Stipe. And I just think when it comes to kind of acoustic based, you know, music at that point, the thought of hearing Michael Stipe and Kurt Cobain's vocals together. Oh my God. I, I'd give anything to hear that. And, and I just think it's when you watch that recording of, 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 of unplugged that you just think what would have been next for Nirvana? We we could have seen something absolutely just, yeah, I don't, I, you know, I know it's good to kind of do that, you know, rather than sort of fade out, just explode the way they do. And, you know, but I just think there was way more to come there. And I think, it, you know, I think you would have got a lot more great stuff and, uh, and it's, it's just a shame that we're, we're, we're never going to get it, but yeah. And again, um, I've got to be honest. I prefer that version to Bowie's. Um, I, I, I think um, it's, uh, it's 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 better. Um, but uh, yeah, okay. Uh, who's not throwing a cut? Steve, have you done a cover yet? Well, I mean, I've got hundreds of times possibly been. I'll throw out something that's not a cover; it's an arrangement. Another madness song. Swan Lake, their version of Swan Lake from One Step Beyond. So it's not a cover version, but that is like, that sort of got me into listening to classical music. Great. But the cover version will choose, it's a cover of an ABBA song from the film High Rise by Portishead, SOS. Takes the song, slows it right down, makes it atmospheric, creepy. It's only in the film a couple of seconds, it's not in that long, but when it comes it's like, What's this? I sort of vaguely recognise that. What is it? And yeah. just you know, really it just takes it in a completely different direction as what it said that. Yeah. 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 Oh, great shout. Great shout. Uh... I fucking hate Abba, but that song is fucking amazing. Fuck what it said. I uh I went to uh Abba Voyage two weekends ago. So um I reckon I cried six times. Oh wow! <laughs> I'd, I'd I'd had a bit to drink before do I you, got there. Do you recommend it? It, it was the one of the most incredible gigs I've ever seen. I mm. and when you see that old footage of like Tupac and that hologram, you just think, yeah. Had I not told my children that was holograms, you wouldn't have known. Like I felt like I watched ABBA at their peak, and it was fucking mesmerizing and you realize how many hits they've got when they play for 90 minutes and as you're walking home you go they didn't play angelize they didn't play money 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 they didn't play super trooper and it's like they played 90 minutes of hits and still like didn't play one of us you just think how many fucking incredible songs have they got but uh yeah as as i would <laughs> I would recommend that anybody that that likes a bit of uh, pop to go and watch that because it's absolutely incredible. And uh, yeah, I, I think when it comes to songwriters, they're up there with the best of them. Uh, uh, yes. Anyway, 
Uh, I'm surprised uh, surprised by uh, covers. I'll throw one in, and I think I've mentioned it before. Um, when I first saw The Cure on the on the Wish tour in the early nineties, uh, they play Foxy Lady, and uh, and I was like, <coughs> it's quite a sexy song, Foxy Lady. And Robert Smith is normally crying into his pint about women, like not get any sexy on but they absolutely took the roof off with it it was fantastic anyone else heard the cure play foxy yeah. lady it's on join the dots isn't it is it on there yeah it's on there right i'm sure oh, okay. it is. so that's they've recorded it, it as well yeah right oh that's not that because that's the only place then. only place i've ever heard it is on join the dots it's yeah. a cracking cover i think yeah absolutely absolutely yeah i love a little unlikely cover um Right. Um, who's not thrown a cover at me yet? Has everyone had a? Has everyone thrown one in? Okay. Um, bad cover versions. I mean, I'll kick things off with uh, uh, "Love Is All Around" by Wet Wet Wet. Um, classic track by the Trogs, covered perfectly by REM. Um, shit, Wet 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 is. Yeah, but. Uh, and yeah, and unfortunately, that one stuck around for a long time as well, didn't it? And uh, four months or something, a number one, wouldn't it? Yeah, it was painful. It was painful. Um, but yeah, it's it's a cracking song. Love is all around. But uh, is that by the Trogs? Yeah, yeah. Uh, REM covered it on um, the B side of Near Wild Evan, I believe. One of my best mates' dads is in the Trogs. Oh, really? Yeah, one of my best mate Luke, his old man, he, they live up the road from there. He actually lives in the same village as Toya and Robert Fripp lived. I mean, that's like Stella Street, isn't it? Like they're all in one place. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow, where's that Essex? Wiltshire. Oh, Wiltshire. All right, okay. Yeah, Bishop wow. Broad Chalk or uh, Broad Chalk. Lots, lots of ley lines around there, aren't there? Apparently, yeah, yeah. Well, that's <laughs> what Reg Reg Presley from the Trogs. He's he's all about the crop circles, isn't he? He's he's yeah. all over it, isn't he? Yeah, we're all like that around here. We're all mental, <laughs> idiotic, bunch of druids. <laughs> um, as soon as I said bad covers, everybody was smiling it over. Stephen, you had your hand up quicker than I've ever seen you move. Do you want to throw some bad covers at me, mate? Um, well, hold on. And again, all these things are personal sort of things, although with people that think it's, it's a great song and a better version. Scissor Sisters, Comfortably Numb, it's just like, no, 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 no. That's such a good shot. Pink Floyd fan, that's one of the great fucking epic nonsense shite things, but I love it. And that's just like, what have you done? You've destroyed it. What I love about that is, of, of all the Scissor Sisters sort of pop hits and, and whatnot, that was quite a forgettable early one. I love the fact that that's never far from the forefront of your mind when a bad record comes, because you plucked that from nowhere. <laughs> love that. <laughs> Waiting for an opportunity to just slag it off again. Fantastic. Yeah, that's uh, that's not the greatest cover, is it? Um, who else has got a bad cover they want to throw in the mix? Go on, Brett, what you got? Don't let Kate hear me say this. Um, tragedy by Steps. I mean, it's a fucking tragedy for a start. <laughs> no. Steps are a tragedy, weren't they, really? They're, they're a tragedy full stop. But you just like, a reasonably good disco record, you just fucking make it worse. No. Sorry, Katie. Sorry, Katie. We do love you. 
it is a tragedy. Yeah, you're you're, you're not wrong. You're really not. Um, I uh, I went down a a proper hole with the Bee Gees uh, about two weeks ago and just revisited them because it was was it Johnny Marr or somebody on on um, Sean Keaveney's podcast. Uh, it was Paddy Constantine again went uh, on about his love of, of the Bee Gees. And I just thought, and I finished the podcast, I'm going to sling some Bee Gees on. And much like ABBA, uh, arguably some of the greatest songs, are, are they the, some of the, the best songwriters ever, the Bee Gees? I mean, he's ridiculous. Staying Alive, that is an amazing track. Oh, Massachusetts. What a it's tune. Like, um, so many... Like, oh, oh, oh yeah. And... Has anyone had red red wine yet? Has anyone mentioned red red wine? <laughs> so that's a great cover, isn't it? The one the UB forty is a cracking cover. And, and do you know what? Like, I loved that when that came out. And, uh, and I think I, I didn't talk about it on this podcast, but I had a mate once uh, who is my music snob mate uh, who. You know, whatever you liked, he liked it first and he, he didn't like it anymore because other people liked it. He was that kind of helmet. And uh, and he was coming home from London one night on the last train home and the bloke next to him had like a, a cassette player and was pissed out of his head. And, uh, and he said he, the whole way home he played the 12-inch extended remix of Red Red Wine wow. with, with the rap. Oh, the red, red weird. wine, you make me feel so fine. Nobody needs that on the last train home for an hour and a half. That is <laughs> fucking wearing it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, speaking of covers, how can we not talk about UB40? I mean, phenomenal first couple of records. And then let's do this covers thing. And then what a career change to just go I mean don't get me wrong the success did come with the covers the big success but what a weird concept for a band to just do covers it's quite a a move away isn't it I don't know if they just run out of ideas but let's just cover reggae hits there's a lot of reggae covers isn't there though a lot of bands covered reggae didn't they I think was it more of a thing for that sort of genre of music to do do you think I don't know, but they were clearly a, a, a fantastic, you know, band of musicians. Yeah, yeah, yeah They probably made it more palatable for kind of your like middle class. Yeah, people living at home, you know, aren't into music like you know, like we are. Who you know, you'd want to know the ins and outs of everything. And they were just like, oh, you know, just stick the stick it on the radio. Oh, I like this one, you know, yeah. rather than deep diving. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, I reckon if you ask a lot of UB40 fans what their top five UB40 songs are, one in ten probably ain't in that list. But, right uh, in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, we just had a curveball thrown in. My wife just come home from, di- from work having a dinner, and she just just thrown in, take that, it smells like teen spirit. I didn't know that existed. <laughs> what? Exactly. I can't. I'll, going, I'll what tell you what. High five your wife because that's fantastic. Because that, um, I don't even know if it's ever recorded, but there's a video, it's on YouTube of them performing it live. I think, I think like Jason's playing like guitar and 
Howe is playing bass. I think Mark Owen might be on drums or so. This some kind of. I think Robbie's long gone by then. Um, but Barlow up front, just giving it full Kurt, is Jesus. something to behold. Oh, why didn't he finish the rush then? It's it's <laughs> it, it takes bad to a new place. It's my, my skin is crawling, and I haven't even. <laughs> Am I winning? Yeah, <laughs> yes. Oh, it's only Paul oh. had a shotgun as well. <laughs> <laughs> Live the dream, darling. But um, I think at that point it was the B side of Angels that Robbie done a a raucous kind of punk. Yeah, he he, act for he good. did a cover of Limp Biscuit. He also did a cover, a Limp Biscuits cover of. Faith by George Michael. Oh, really? Yeah. Because they obviously Limp Biscuit covered Faith, didn't they? Yeah. And he did a version of Limp Biscuit's version of Faith. Wasn't his debut single Free Freedom a cover of George Michael? Good shot. Yeah. Yes, it was. He also did Carl Wallinger cover, didn't he? Robbie did. What was it? Um, She's the one. Yeah. Yeah. Carl Wallinger, wasn't it? Mm. Which is actually not a bad cover, is it? It's not bad. It's, I mean, it's not much of a move from the original and yeah. and that song because guy song. Cha- guy chambers was in world party for a bit wasn't he yes right yeah so i i, I think maybe because she's the one weren't a hit for world party as far as i'm yeah. concerned was like, it on hello jumbo i believe so yeah and and then i think he must have just thought Do you know what this is a hit and like and obviously, at that point, whatever Robbie Williams was going to sing was going to be a number one, and and it is. It's a it's a it's a solid version of a great record. She's the one's a fantastic single. It is beautiful. Uh, I quite like Robbie's um, cover of uh, "Everybody Wants to Rule the World" um, with Trevor Horn uh, featuring the Psalm Orchestra. But uh-huh. I know I, I know that's really like not muso or anything, but it's a bit of a guilty pleasure of mine. No, I just, I, I, I just uh, think his voice is quite emotive, you know, yeah. and it yeah, it's, it's a good cover of that of that track, because that's like my favourite song, um, by Tears for Fears, um, well, possibly favourite song ever is that song, um, but then yeah, there's a few covers, uh, like a Weezer do a cover. I was listening to the radio in the car, and it's like and that came on. I was like, oh, I never heard of the Weezer version of that song. Um, that was quite interesting as well. There's quite a few covers of that song around. Um, I released. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. As a as a single Weezer, um, it's uh, oh, did they? Yeah, um, and uh, so so was that part of like a Trevor Horn concert or something? Yeah, I think it's called Trevor Horn reimagining or something. It was a lot of lot of his songs, uh, well, a lot of I think covers with with different artists, yeah, and with the Saab Orchestra. So there's a whole orchestra behind it, and with a lot of these. You know, records they have the top musicians, so I just appreciate it. From like, I'm like, who the hell played drums on that? Yeah, and I, I I did a bit of digging, and I found it was a session drummer called Ash Stone, very very successful session player, um, and he played drums on that track. Yeah, because it's a 
fantastic drum groove on that yeah. cover version. Um, so, but yeah, but yeah, but yeah, I mean, Trevor Horn's got some cracking, but yeah, he's, he's, he's drummer of choices like Ash Stone for a lot of his more recent, um, records. It's, uh, I actually, um, really wanted to, to go to the radio two in the park thing this weekend, but I had to take my daughter to, to, to uni and, uh, cause tears for fears were headlining. Yeah. Um, the soft cell were on the bill as well. Um, and, uh, and soft cell. Let's talk soft cell. We, we obviously mentioned tainted love, but also um, full version of that went into um, where did our love go? Uh, and also, their uh, what was the Judy Street Northern Soul hit, which they covered as well, which is fantastic. Um, but yeah, Tears for Fears uh, covered and released, I believe, Creep about ten years ago. Um, the, the radio is Creep. Um, and uh, do you know what? I was so excited to, as I was driving back from my daughter's university, I put Radio 2 on and Tears for Fears just come on. And I'm a stupidly big fan of Tears for Fears. Uh, and it was a bit weird because it wasn't a Tears for Fears gig. It was a Radio 2 in the park gig. Tears for Fears started with three songs no one had heard from a new record. Then played um, Rule the World uh, and uh, I think it was Pal Shelter. Then went on to thank Radio 2 for all the support of their new record, of which we are now going to play four tracks from. And I was just thinking, fucking hell. Like, if you've just gone to hear Shat, Seeds of Love, and 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 you've literally the, the the first sort of eight songs, like five are off the, or six are off the new record. It was a bit self-indulgent, and uh, but then I was moaning in the car, just going, oh, "I can't believe they're playing another one." And I love that band, but then the minute I heard the piano at the beginning, the head over heels, all was forgiven, and I was like, "Yeah, this is this is fucking perfect." And uh, but they didn't play "Woman in Chains," uh, didn't play "Advice for the Younger Art," but they, yeah, obviously, "Mad World" and "Shat" and all the big ones. But uh, yeah, everybody wants to rule the world. What a fantastic record! Okay. Uh, what else have I got on my notes to discuss here? Right. I thought the sh- I thought the shit cover. Go on. Um, Sound of Silence by Disturbed, and any other new metal cover that they did from every eighties record known to man. Who done shout? Uh, I think it was them again. What band? What would you say? Disturbed. No, it weren't. It was one. That had, I was about to say one that had a little twiddly beard, but they all had little twiddly beards, didn't they? Yeah. Was it Orgy? Is Orgy Juice? Oh yeah. no, uh, yeah. One Gary Jules, he covered it. Didn't, Gary Jules, he done Mad World, did Mad World, yeah. Marilyn Manson obviously was no stranger to him, was he? Personal Jesus, Tainty Love, and uh, he done another one, didn't he? Sweet Dreams. Uh, uh, one of the first things. He also locked people up in basements. And he shit, did so. do that. So let's, let's move on from Marilyn Manson. <laughs> <laughs> um, dream covers. Like, give me an artist and a song you'd like to to hear and play. And I'm gonna I'm gonna throw one in to kick things off to give you a little bit of time to to think about it. Uh, I'd like to hear Nick Cave. Cover now. I could have gone for like 
Riders on the Storm or The End or something really slow and and that, that you could imagine Nick Cave doing. But I'd like to hear it with some really violent, angular guitars and uh, violin stabs. I'd like to hear him do Touch Me by the Doors. Like, and, like, and, and then favourite Doors song. It's my favourite Doors song. And, I love uh, it. That's a great shout, Stu, Nick Yeah. Cave. And it weren't, it weren't written by Morrison, that one, was it? I think Robbie Krieger wrote that one. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah. I, think, I might be wrong, but I'm, I'm pretty sure uh, Krieger wrote that one, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'd well, like to hear Nick Cave just do a, a really sinister version of that. I think he'd, he'd nail it. Um, I know I've sort of put the pressure on you fellas now to, to throw something in the mix, but has anyone got straight in? Go on, what you got? Well, my, it's actually Tom, my wife's always said it and I thought it's a great shout is um Downtown Train by Tom Waits sung by The Boss it can be a cracking cover that would I reckon yeah yeah that's a great shout I think she's got a winner with that yeah I reckon that'd be nearly as good as Rod Stewart's (laughs) (laughs) Tom Waits has done so he's got some good Stuff like um, Screaming Jay Hawkins and um, what was the Tom Waits did a cover of Screaming Jay Hawkins, didn't he? Um, I thought I wrote it down. Um, Heart, Heart Attack and Vine, right? By Screaming Jay Hawkins, I think that was his song, and Tom Waits covered it. Was it the other way around? I'm not too sure. I'm not too do you know, sure. Do you know it? I don't know. Oh, right, yeah. Heart Attack and Vine's a cracking. Do you not know the Screaming Jay Hawkins one either? No. Oh, that, that's a cracking bit of a yeah. That's a great song. I can't remember which way around who who wrote it. We've we've just mentioned Rod, and uh, has anybody ever heard um, Blur's version of Maggie May? No. Yeah, it's on the Ruby Tracks. It was. It was on Ruby Tracks, and it's the B side of Sunday Sunday, I believe, or maybe Chemical World. I think it's Sunday Sunday. Um, Ruby yeah. Tracks for it because I had. Um, I feel love curve and Manix. Yeah, made as painless. So they were able to do that. that but... Yeah, yeah, they, they were great. Them Ruby Tracks compilations. Like um, for listeners that were not familiar with them, I think it was like I think they done a couple. Um, it was it, a forty years of the. And uh, you, you just broke up a little bit there, Steve. Um, but. Um, yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, I believe the NME put them together, didn't they? Yeah, for forty years of the NME, mm. the double CD. I'm trying to think what other tracks were on there. Obviously, Maggie May was on there, but what did they do? That blur? Oh no, I'm, 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 no, I've lost my way with that. It won't. I was it's all, something. It's completely. all a blur. It is all a blur. Yeah, it's it's what happens when you get my age. But uh, yeah, it's a great cover. Uh, their, their version of Maggie May. Um, I'm going to throw another one in, which was uh, there was a band that had very, very little success. And um, I used to see them supporting a, a band called Airhead uh, that we used to sort of follow about a bit way back in the early 90s. Did they, did they do Funny How? They did, yeah. Oh, I yeah. love that track. It's an absolute perfect pop song. But was, this band was called Bedazzled, and they didn't really have any any success. But they covered Kylie's Step Back in Time, which is a fantastic disco record. And uh, and they just played it with that kind of early nineties 
sort of wild guitar that every early nineties indie band was using, and uh, and it absolutely delivered. It was it was fantastic. I don't know where you'd ever get to to hear that, but uh, yeah, that was a that was a cracker. Um, anybody got a cover that they'd like to hear? A dream cover? Well, it's not 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 really a dream cover, but just uh, mentioning the Tom Waits and it was the Scarlett Johansson album of Tom Waits covers. I have not it's, heard that. Some of it's actually really nice. It is. She's got a really good voice, and I'd like her to sort of do a sort of shoegazy type thing. I think it would go really well with sort of dreamy guitars, but her cover of Falling Down is really good, and that's got David Bowie doing backing vocals on it as well. And it's, it's a really it's good album, isn't it? Yeah. really is a good album. Fantastic, fantastic. Um, okay, what have I got? Uh, left on here, right? Okay. Well, look, <clears throat> I've kind of gone through me, 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 me little pointers of things to talk about, and we've we're faster uh, approaching the uh, hour mark. Um, let's rattle off some other great covers. Who, who's got some ones that they want to um, give some honourable mentions to? Uh, Easy is quite good by Faith No More. Great cover, show. Cover of um, Lionel Richie, but it's it's. Uh, so I heard on the radio the other day. It was actually they people think they were saying what's better, Lana Ritchie version or the uh, Faith No More version? It's they're both so good, and um, possibly the Lana Ritchie version actually. But, but I think um, so. Yeah, but you know, well, but I think no the Faith No More version is better. It is cracking. I don't think there's a lot in it. No, I there's think not a lot in it. No, no there's not. They're it's so exactly. close. They also. Yeah. They also covered I Started a Joke as well, didn't they? Oh, my God. The video to that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah great shot. Um, who's in that video? Is someone really famous? It is. And now you've asked me the question I can't remember. Oh, I can't right. even look because I'm on my phone. Uh, if someone can uh, let me know who starred in the I Started a Joke video um, via Faith No More, do let me know. Uh, because uh, it's fantastic. Uh, oh, that's a good shout, that is. Um, what other covers did they do? They done... Um, War uh, Pigs or Black Sabbath. Yep. And uh, Midnight Cowboy, uh, not Midnight Cowboy. What the, what's the instrumental? Yeah, no, yeah. it was it was Midnight yeah. Cowboy, yeah. Yeah. Like, um, which I believe Manson kind of reworked that into the opening of... Their their debut album with um, what was it called? Uh, Back of the Green Lantern. Oh, the first track. Yeah. Oh, uh, the, the, the Chad the Chad who loved me. The Chad who loved me. The beginning yeah. of that, I'm yeah. sure, is very very similar. Sounds like um, a James Bond theme, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I think he does sinister things as well. So let's move on away from uh, from from him as well. Um, Love will tear us apart by Square Pushes. Pretty a pretty good cover version. I've never heard that. I did hear Noel Gallagher uh, have a go at that about a month ago. Anyone else hear that? No, I'm glad I didn't. It's uh, it was I think he done like Jules Holland or something like that, and he he, he played it. It was all right. Like you got to go something and mess that song up, aren't you? It's it's yeah, it's, it's pretty perfect, isn't it? Um, Paul Cummings, what you got for me? Give me some covers. Um, mate. There was a really, really brilliant album that came out about 25 years ago by um, Senior Coconut, he was called. And they did like um, uh, Latin versions of Kraftwerk songs. 
Yeah. It was absolutely fantastic. Have you heard of it? Yes, yeah. I've got yeah. it. It's brilliant. It, it's, it's a brilliant album. It's just superb. He did another one with, um, I don't know, some other bands as well, but that album is just amazing. Yeah. Senor and, uh, Coconut. See, yeah. He's called Senor Coconut. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think he's English, actually, but he pretends to be kind of from Mexico or something. It's nuts. <laughs> yeah. It's brilliant. Oh, I'm loving yeah. that. I'm Check loving it that. It looks like Martin Freeman, Faith No More, started a joke video. I can see yes. him in that. Yeah, Martin Freeman. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, Carl. Well, one of the <laughs> one of the greatest voices. Star ever. of the Office and uh, the Hobbit. Yeah, big feet. Um, I had a really. I was, I was actually when I said I said uh, Steve up to you uh, earlier. I was walking through London with Pip the other day, and uh, and years ago, uh, I was going to a show, and uh, I was in London early, and I was like, oh, I'm going to walk in the National Portrait Gallery and just have a look about. I'd never been in there, and I just literally walked past the door, and I thought, "Oh, it's free. Let's go and have a look in there." <clears throat> and as I was walking through there, I spotted Martin Freeman, and I was like, "Holy shit!" It's like, I mean, this was probably like, I don't know, ten years ago, and I was like, "Holy shit!" It's Martin Freeman. Uh, so I was sort of like loitering around, thinking, "Like, should I go and say hello?" And uh, and I hadn't even looked up, and then when I looked up, there was like a ten foot painting of Pip in the National Portrait Gallery, and that's what Martin Freeman was staring at. And I was like, oh, no, this is an overload. I can't deal with all of this. This is all just <laughs> this is too much. There's Martin Freeman looking at a massive painting of my mate in the National Portrait Gallery. What's going on here? Uh, uh, and I literally recounted that to him the other day. I was going, fucking hell, I remember walk past there, and Martin Freeman was looking at a painting of you. Bizarre. <clears throat> wow. um, I bet he laughed that as well. Uh, yeah, of course. Did Pip know that he had a painting of himself there? Pardon? Did Pip know that he had th- that painting? Yeah, there? yeah, 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 yeah. But, <laughs> but 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 he's quite weird. He didn't tell anyone. Oh yeah, okay. Uh, oh, that's cool. And uh, I saw Martin Freeman in Harley Street once. He was talking to his like in-laws or something, and I and I went past. I was just like, all I said was "Vote Labour," and I put my thumbs up, thumb up to him, because um, he'd, he'd recently done a, a Labour TV commercial. Mm. Yeah, he's uh, he, he's a massive music obsessive isn't he he's uh absolutely oh, yeah. ob- obsessed with yeah, with yeah. uh jazz and soul and, and yeah absolutely obsessed with the style I'm surprised cancer. you haven't had him on your podcast yet well you've I, had a I, lot I, of actors of that ilk on your yeah podcast. not as famous as him <laughs> yeah um but yeah, i'm sure I, you could get him on because he'd, he'd, he'd go he talked to till the cows come home about music yeah he's, he's put a couple of records out on eddie pillars acid jazz uh album uh, label, sorry, and uh, I watched uh, the the Style Council documentary they made a couple of years ago, which I thought was fantastic. Like he was, he was a a, a, a talking head on that, and very very influenced and um, knowledgeable on, on the Style Council. Um, You're saying about acid jazz, though, Stu. Somebody's done some brilliant covers in weird ways, like Matt Berry when he did his did his um, theme tunes. Yes, yeah. That's acid jazz, isn't it? Speaking of that, uh, JTQ's cover of Motorhead um, by Motorhead is fantastic. Um, but, uh, but uh, yeah, and uh, uh, right, okay, so, so Paul's got to leave, but did you say Bob Stanley's written a book about the Bee Gees? 
Yeah, it's really good as well. <laughs> right, I'll let yeah, you. Yeah. I'll let you go. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I will. Yeah. Uh, I will definitely, definitely yeah. uh, give 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 that a, a, a whirl. That sounds fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it'd be brilliant for the podcast, I think, as well. If you can get. Oh, I've yeah. tried to yeah, get yeah, Bob yeah. Stanley so many oh, times. Oh. <laughs> no worries. Cheers, mate. Cheers, everyone. Bye-bye, See you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye. Anybody else got some covers they want to throw in before we uh, wrap it up? Um, go on, in, Brett. What you got? Um, a Californian band which described, described themselves as dirty reggae, um, a band called the Agrolite. They do Don't Let Me Down by the Beatles as their encore. It's absolutely brilliant. They're really good at what they do. And Jesse's voice, top, top notch. I don't really like the Beatles, but this comes on, you're like, this is good. This is really good. Oh, there's a lot of good Beatles covers out there. Oh, Ben yeah. Fold's doing Golden Slumbers. Yes, please. Uh, I will have that one all day long. Yeah, um, do you remember 530, the band from the 90s? Of course. Played the they two flush three times, mate. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Yeah, they, they did um, a version of Come Together that was really good. They did. One of their one of their EPs. That was a great Beatles cover. Yeah. Uh, other uh, early 90s covers... Um, World Soup of Twist, Dragons. She's Like a Rainbow. Yeah, uh, Soup Dragons. I'm Free, of free. course. Yeah. Great cover, that is. Yeah, I've, I've just seen, they're, they're, they're touring. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Ooh, uh, touring that one song, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> um, Stephen, what you got? You said you had one. Uh, a couple. Um, Sisters of Mercy, Emma. Oh, fantastic shout. June Jet, I Love Rock and Roll. Is that a cover? Aye, the Arrows, the, the original version. Who did? Really? The Arrows. Oh, well, there you I go. Didn't know that. I didn't know that. Wow. There's a couple. And he's oh. on a bombshell. <laughs> <laughs> and on that bombshell. Ah, oh, fantastic. Stephen, ramp your smugness up to 12. That was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> um, Sorry, what you got? I've got I've got a couple. One that's really bad but amazingly good is the Beastie Boys cover of Benny and the Jets. Oh yeah, good they, they sound like they're drunk, and he plays it slightly off key all the way through, and it's genius. Yeah, it's just off key and a bit drunk and a bit almost well, it's jokey, isn't it? I think. Yeah, but absolutely. I, as soon as whenever I hear the original Alton John playing at the beginning, I just think I'm waiting to hear a drunken Beastie Boys version. They ruined it for me because I. I'm a huge Elton John fan, early yeah. Elton John. But, yeah. yeah. But the only, the only other thing really is um, Cat Power has done some incredible covers. Yeah. She's done like three albums. She's just about to release next month. A new album, um, right? Yeah. And it's the, literally the, that she's replaying the Dylans live at the Royal Albert Hall from 1966, 69. And she's replaying the whole thing where he first went electric. And she's literally doing that that gig. She well, she played it back in I think she did it at the Royal Album all last year in November. And there's a couple of songs off of there that she's released and they are wonderful. And she's done some lovely covers anyway, I think. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. She's done some Nick Cave covers and I'm trying to think who done who done the cover? A female vocalist English of Lay Lady Lay about 10 years ago Gemma something I can't think what her second name was Gemma Hayes was it Gemma Hayes yeah Gemma Hayes was she yeah, like, yeah. She, uh, like an actress or... like a folk folk singer wasn't she yeah it's very it was very like a Beth Orton type 
Yeah, yeah, very yeah. much in, in that frame. Yeah, a little bit more thing. dreamy, like um Haze. Yeah, that was that was a, a fantastic Dylan cover. Um I'm trying to think what well, I'm gonna Death Tones Death Tones do a good cover of um Simple Man by Skinner. Yes. So Death Tones do also, quite a few good covers as well, don't they? They also cover Shardy as well. What song? Is it oh, old in every I think it is, yeah. That's a fucking good song. Anyway. Because I've got a covers album, Death Tones. Yeah. Placebo do a lot of good covers. Um, yeah, running up that hill. 20th yeah. Century Boy. 20th Boy. Century Boy. Um, T-Rex. Daddy Cool. Uh, what was the other one? Daddy, Daddy Cool. Daddy Cool, yeah. A fantastic cover of Daddy Cool. But they do um, the Robert Palmer song, Johnny and Mary. They do a really good version of that. Do a, also, they do a cover of Where Is My Mind by the Pixies, which is really good. I'll throw in a couple of covers. Um, Failure's cover of Enjoy the Silence um, on the, for the Masses uh, album, which was a, uh, an album of covers, which that Pumpkins track was on. Um, I, de- I think, I can't remember what track Deftones do on there. They're on there doing a track. Um, and I'll have to always shout out Wild Horses by the Sundays because I think it's uh, just different level, beautiful. Um and REM's cover of, um, well, I don't mm. know. Is it, is it, is it Glenn Campbell or is arguably Wichita Lyman the greatest cover ever if it's a Jimmy Webb track? I don't know. If it's, is it a Jimmy Webb song? If it is, then Wichita Lyman's the greatest cover ever, in my opinion, because uh, that's about as good as it gets, that record. Um, oh, fuck me. I'm now thinking of another songwriters that, have written amazing songs that other people have made hits. And I'm now thinking of Frankie Valley. Uh Sun Ain't Gonna Shine Anymore by the Walker Brothers is a cover. Like what a fucking masterpiece that is. Um Bye Bye Baby. Missing out Robson and Jerome. <laughs> yeah. Oh speaking of Robson, uh Mrs. Robinson by Lemonheads. What a fantastic cover. Yeah, that's funny. Uh also yeah. Motion City soundtrack do a good cover of Pop Song eighty nine. Oh, do they? Yeah. Oh, I've never heard that. Yeah, it's really good. Because there was a spate of albums in the sort of mid-2000s of, like, punk bands doing, like... There was, like, Punk Goes Country, Punk Goes Pop, and a few other different kind of genres, and that's on one of them. It's really good. Well, look, what I'm going to do is... uh, Our our, uh, resident note-taker is in Japan. Um, on holiday, so uh, if on the uh, I'll do a little post after this uh, episode uh, thanking you all for coming, and if you can all put your favourite covers on there, then I'll put together a playlist and uh, and then, then then post it for everyone to to go and get stuck into and, and have a listen. And obviously, even if there's ones that you haven't mentioned uh, that, that pop in your head, then let's put together a really good um, playlist of, of of amazing covers. Uh, I'm going to press stop now. Thanks, everyone, uh, for, for coming this evening. Don't disappear because uh, I want to have a chat with you about next month. <laughs>